2: Ang episode na ito ay mula sa Usapang Econ podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Usapang Econ on your podcast app for more discussions about how economics is all around us.
3: Kung i-relate natin siya sa mga kilalang Veblen goods, like kunwari Gucci, ganyan, Louis Vuitton, hindi mo naman kasi ko control yung yung mga yon, di ba? Para maging accessible siya sa lahat. So, syempre, ang gusto lang i-control ng DPI ay yung mga karne, di ba? yung ginagamit ng lahat, hindi yung mga Louis Vuitton or Gucci.
0: Ako si Mayn Vital,
4: Ako si JC Punong Bayan. At ako naman si Jeff Arapok.
0: Welcome sa Usapang Ekon Podcast.
4: Now on its second season. Ang Usapang Ekon Podcast
3: ay proyekto ng mga batang ekonomista na naglalayong gawing mas fun, relatable, and understandable ang economics.
0: Powered by Puma Podcast.
4: In the last episode, pinag-usapan natin yung pag-usbong ng ornamental plant industry sa gitna ng pandemia. In this episode naman, we'll look at the dark side of this thriving industry. Ano ang mga problemang ininudulot ng kakulangan ng regulations sa industry na ito?
3: itang natin yung mga problema. Isa na dito, yung presyo. So, kayo guys, ano bang masasabi yun dito sa pagtaas ng presyo ng mga halaman? Kasi diba nagkakaroon nga ng meme sa Facebook na mas mahal na yung halaman kaysa sa
1: paalay. Parang basic economics, no? if there's a huge demand for something, usually, if the supply is fairly constant, tataas talaga yung presyo. So, it's a real market force na accompanied by lack of regulations. Talagang in na tatas and people will take advantage of it. Kasi makikita naman talaga na kahit pataas ng pataas yung presya ng plants, people still keep on buying.
3: Talagang may mga may kaya yung mga nangongolekta nitong mga mamahaling halaman na to di ba?
4: Meron tayong terms sa economics na Beblin Goods. So ito yung mga high quality goods na parang very highly sought after dahil status, sa status symbol mm-hmm. na ibinibigay yeah, yeah, nila dun yeah. sa mga bumili. So I think itong uh, ornamental plants uh, during the pandemic ay isang perfect example ng mga Veblen goods na yun. Ano? And uh, on one extreme, ay uh, yung ibang halaman ay uh, pumapalo pa yung inflation nila ng 3,000%.
3: Pero guys, na napag-usapan natin na basic economics lang naman to, eh. Higher demand. Tapos, constant lang yung supply. Kaya mataas yung price. Pero, do you think may mga nangyayaring profiteering coming from the supply side?
1: That's expected. Kasi, you wanna take advantage of yung willingness ng mga tao to pay and willingness to collect nga. Ang nangyayari, kung despite the 3,000% increase in prices and people still buy. Grabe yung pagiging inelastic ng demanda.
3: Ah. <laughs> oh, di ba? <Diba? laughs>
1: grabe naman yun. But then, I guess, we go back to that niche market na yung mga taong to, yung mga consumers, mga plantito at plantita na to, sobrang willing talaga sila to pay. So, there's, of course, profiteering. But another thing, I guess, is stealing,
0: <laughs> poaching. We talked to an actual plantita about this. Siege Tatenko from Puma Podcast Team is a self-confessed plant mother. She is the host of Go Hard Girls, a show about incredible Filipina athletes. So Siege, you have a story for us about the audio editor for this podcast, Mark Basilian.
1: So he lives in Antipolo and people have nice plants in Antipolo and then their village sent out a memo saying that mm. someone has been stealing plants. Oh. So, if you have expensive or, you know, in-demand plants, put it inside. Don't leave it on your porch because people have been climbing gates or, you know, taking cuttings it's kind of crazy. I also think of how when I was a child, um, there used to be an empty lot near my house that grew a lot of malunggay. It was just an empty lot. Mm-hmm. So whenever we wanted to eat mongo with malunggay, i just go there and pick mm. some malunggay. But, you know, this is private property. <laughs> it's different.
4: So, I think uh mentioned epidemic na nga itong plant theft. At sinasabi ng nung iba na ang tawag nila dito, plant
3: Again, kinausap natin tungkol dito si Diego Rojas from the Bureau of Plant
4: Industry.
2: Mm, talamak siya. Meron niya na pabalita, Yung isang, di ko lang po, variety, pero 1 million or something to that amount yung value niya. Tapos biglang nanakaw. Tapos every now and then, encounter ako ng post from friends na nawawalayin kanilang halaman given you know masaklap na people have resorted to stealing tapos anong gagawin eh de-benta lang and do naman sa environmental yung sa poaching yes it's a big problem it has come to the point na nag advisory pa si DENR na wag kumuha ng mga itong halaman tapos it shouldn't necessarily just apply to endangered species minsan kasi uh, kahit sabihin mong invasive, eh kung tinal mo naman yung lugar, eh that would pose a problem. Kasi yung mga species within the ecosystem, they depend on each other. Tapos pag may tinanggal kang isa, near totally, magkakaroon ng disruption, di ba? <laughs> so yun yung naging effect na, na sobrahan yung extraction ng mga halaman. All in the name of profit.
3: Tapos guys, diba, aside from the fact nitong poaching, isa pang nagiging issue dito ay yung animal invaders. So, nag-i-import na rin tayo nitong mga magagandang halaman. Pero minsan, along the way, so doon sa pag import may mga nakakasamang hayop, or kung may frog na nandun sa halaman. So, nadala dito siya sa Pilipinas. And then, Itong mga hayop na to, wala dapat sila sa ecosystem ng Philippines. At nandito na sila, nagkocost sila ng harm or nagkakaroon ng ecological imbalance because of the presence of these animal invaders.
4: And I think bukod, Jeff, dun sa animal invaders na nababanggit mo, ano, meron din yung mga plant invaders na yung mga halaman themselves na ka sila ay na-transplant from... Yung mga gubat, for example, to more urban areas ay sila mismo kapag ka hindi sila naalagaan ng mabuti or hinayaan silang maggrow grow unabated ay uh, meron ding tendency na maging feral sila at sila mismo yung mag-cause ng imbalance dun sa ecosystem na hindi naman talaga nila kinabibilangan dapat.
1: Dito sa pandemic na to, marami rin palang negative externalities, tulad ng poaching, stealing, illegal trade, possible na pagsira ng ecology and then endangered species. So, you know, in economics, if there are unintended consequences, I guess there has to be interventions.
4: And guys, I think this leads us to a discussion dun sa ano ba yung optimal role ng gobyerno dito sa Burgeoning na ornamental plant industry.
0: Malikan natin si Diego Rojas from the Bureau of Plant Industry.
2: Pag sa government, ang pinaka-concern dyan is yung environment kasi hinihiram din naman natin yung planting materials from the environment. So, for example, kung ako ay nag-grow ng rare plant species pero kinuha naman siya from a sustainable source and ako mismo nagpaparami, why not, ba? Kasi hindi naman ako nag-extract ng nasa guban. So, siguro, pagdating sa price kung kailangan man ng regulation it is if merong nang kung kasi kung i-relate natin siya sa mga kilalang
3: webland goods like kunwari Gucci ganyan Louis Vuitton hindi mo naman kasi iko-control yung yung mga yun, di ba para maging accessible siya sa lahat so, syempre, ang gusto lang i-control ng DT ay yung mga karne, di ba? yung ginagamit ng lahat. Hindi yung mga Louis Vuitton or Gucci, wala tayong pakialam dyan kasi may niche market yan eh. Yun yung mga mayayaman. So, yun din siguro yung dilemma ng government to control this kind of industry. Itong particular niche nitong plant industry na to na normally, yung mga willing talagang mag-splurge ng malaking pera.
1: Agree ako doon kasi self correct na rin naman siya. So to a certain point, when producers are trying to as much as possible widen their margins, na tipong pataasang-pataasing prices, to the point na merong mga tao na, ah, hindi na ako magbabother. <laughs> so magko-correct <laughs> din siya, babalik din siya paunti-unti sa equilibrium. Na if they just increase the prices so much na tipong mawawala na yung demand, magko-correct din yon.
4: Now, here's another angle to explore. What happens to entrepreneurs when the fad dies down? Paano kung nag-invest na sila ng maraming pera dito?
1: Let's just make entry and exit less costly, hindi ba? Para hindi siya ganun kalaking burden in case mawala na tong fad and then they end up with less I think it's also a good opportunity for now during this FAD for small-time shops to open. Kasi hindi lang naman plants yung binibenta or nagbe-benefit from here eh. So case in point, yung may mga implements or associated markets like yung mga pots, maganda rin kasi nabibigyan din natin ng attention yung local industries that are taking advantage of, let's say, local indigenous fiber. So I mean, may mga gandang bagay din naman na nangyayari sa ganitong klaseng market dynamics. Pero, yun na nga. Since, I don't think it has to be really regulated. <laughs> Dahil, kung may demand, may demand. Titigil din yan. <laughs>
3: Kung baga Mayan, kung regulation yung pag-uusapan, more of sa mga poaching nga, hindi talaga yeah. more of sa sellers. O,
4: Not diba? surprises. prices. Oh. I think dapat nating banggitin at this point na meron namang existing laws and regulations pagdating doon sa poaching ng mga endangered. Mm. So for mm. example, meron yung Wildlife Resources Conservation and Protection Act. And in fact, lumalabas na pwede kang makulong ng hanggang 12 years at uh, mapatawa ng fine ng from 100,000 pesos hanggang 1,000,000 pesos kapag ka nga tinanggal mo or uh, binenta mo yung mga endangered species. Pero I think lumalabas din na uh, hirap din yung gobyerno na implement yung ganito mga batas. Kasi for example, nalaman natin na masanay sila for example sa cases ng animal poaching rather than plant poaching and uh, mm. parang bago pa sila dito sa Phenomenon ng plant poaching is because of the uh, growth nga ng ornamental plant industry. So I think uh, pagdating do sa poaching, hindi mo rin matatanggal yung fact na ang dami din kasi talaga nagihirap these days because of the recession. Ano? So milyon-milyon yung mga nawalan ng trabaho. And uh, hindi mo rin masisisi yung ibang tao eh, Ashley. Na makikita nila yung plant industry as something na pwede nilang pagkakitaan during these troubling times. ano.
3: So guys, talagang napaka-interesting nitong plant industry. Kasi ang na pag-usapan eh from yung pag-usbongan nitong industry na to, yung pagtaas ng demand, tapos yung sobrang taas na presyo, unintended consequences, at saka yung challenge sa government na i yung market. So makikita talaga natin na ang interesting ng pagbabago ng dynamics ng isang market given a different situation. Sa pagkakataon na to, eh, ito yung pandemya.
0: And that wraps up our mini-series on the plant industry. Marami pang pa relevant topics in store para sa si listeners natin in Season 2 of the Usapang Echo Podcast.
4: Kabilang dyan ang add-to-cart economics para sa mga adik sa online shopping. We'll also talk about GDP and alternative measures of society's well-being magkakaroon din tayo ng interviews with some of the country's top economists. Mga idol natin yan and we can't wait for you to hear them. Muli, ako po
0: si Mayen Vital.
4: Ako naman po si JC Punong Bayan. At ako po si Jeff Arapok.
0: Follow sa Pang-Eggong Podcast sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you can Maaari nyo rin panoorin ng videos namin tungkol sa plant industry sa aming Facebook page at YouTube channel.
4: Salamat sa audio editor ng episode na ito na si Mark Casillan, at sa producer namin na si When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer.